You are now listening to Way of Broadway. It's summertime, officially. It's officially summer? I'm not I'm not saying that it is, but it is. Can can someone tell my job, please? <laughs> <laughs> so the sun's out, the pool is still cold, but it's summertime. I have decreed. You've decreed it, so yes. shall it be done? Shall it be done? And summertime for me means uh, the only time that I'm literate during the year. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the like reader during the summer. Yeah, as soon as like the pool gets too cold, it's just like I forget how to read. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get that, and I'm I'm happy that this summer you're going to accomplish some reading. Yeah, I'm I'm going. I'm aiming for ten books. Okay. Um, so do you go to 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 your like public library? Are you a, 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 a library dude? No, we just got a library card yesterday. Ooh. But uh, before that, we haven't. I have a. I like to like read physical copies, so I usually buy them. Okay. And I'm, I'm worried with library books that I'm gonna like get them wet or I'm gonna mess them up. So typically, library not for me. Okay. But it is a great resource. I, I, I love the library, and um, we'll hear from Joel here in a little bit. He loves the library. Yes. Um, this is way off Broadway. My name is Christian. My name is Daniel. And this is a fun show. This is a fun episode. But before we get into that, what is this podcast about, Daniel? So this podcast is about the migratory habits of the Spanish flamingo. With it being summer, uh, they're gonna they're usually they're up north and they're gonna fly south, uh, and that is totally one hundred percent not correct. This is a podcast about Broadway musicals, <laughs> where I Daniel do not know musicals, but Christian does. You're starting and, to know a few. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of a Broadway boy. No big deal, but. <laughs> <laughs> But so each week he picks a musical that I've never heard. We go through it song by song, and I try to put together the plot and guess the musical. And we usually end up seeing how way off Broadway I actually am. And this week we are changing the game, right? Okay, yeah, we know the game. We're flipping the game because okay. normally, if you know anything about me, when it comes to musicals, it's Christian likes the newer stuff. Yes, but we're today, going old. today we're going old school. We're doing yeah? the Music Man. What? Are we doing the Music Man? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> Do you know anything about the music, Daniel? Nothing at all. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. That kind of broke me. I'm sorry. So today, I am calling in reinforcements. I am calling in help. And we're going to see if the rainy duo, the rainy duo can handle this plot. And, and we'll see how... How that goes. Um, but first, we're going to hear from Joel, and we're going to hear about this week's musical, um, and, and he, he's going to do his thing. Yeah, still wearing a shiny suit. I, I actually he's got super... feedback about the suit. Uh-huh. He wants everyone to know that he traded in his shiny suit for a leather jacket because Joel's a badass. Yeah, I don't think that's... He's a, he's a greaser now. That's not canon. That, well, according to him, he wanted to be canon. It's still a shiny suit. Who is our dramaturg? His name is Joel Rainey. Hey. We're ready to hear him do explain. With a shiny suit. He is so smart and we're grateful to have Not him. Not a leather jacket. Listen to this if you want to learn facts. Yeah, he's our local dramaturg. Shiny boy. And we're so happy that we have him on the podcast recording. All right. Well, here we are again. This week, it is the Music Man is kind of exciting. It's a return to the golden age of the Broadway musicals. 
Uh, Music Man was written by Meredith Wilson, which he worked on for a long time. Meredith Wilson was also responsible for a few other Broadway musicals, but this was the most successful. Now, the plot concerns that con man, Harold Hill, who uh, poses as a boys band organizer, comes to town and sells this Midwestern town on the whole idea that he's going to bring them a boys band. Um, But, of course, Hill is no musician, and he's going to skip town before anything actually happens. A prim librarian, Marion Peru, uh, does not fall for him. And um, she is the only one who doesn't fall for him. But eventually, of course, she falls in love with him. And he risks being caught just to win her heart. All right. Now, the original Broadway production happened after years of development. Uh, Different producers, almost 40 songs uh, were written. 22 of those were cut. And there were more than 40 drafts that were made for the show. it was actually directed on Broadway by Morton DaCosta and choreographed by Anna White, opening in December of 1957. It played at the Majestic for nearly three years, then transferred to the Broadway Theater, and once it finished its run in 1961, it had more than 1,300 performances. The original Harold Hill, as many of us know, was played by Robert Preston, who also played the same role in the film. And uh, Marion Peru was played by Barbara Cook. Now, the cast album for Music Man was the first Grammy Award given for the Best Musical Theater Album. And it actually spent 245 weeks on the Billboard charts. Uh, The success led to uh, other revivals on Broadway. Uh, It was done in the West End. Uh, There was a film adaptation as I said, uh, also a television adaptation with Matthew Broderick and Kristen Chenoweth. Now, a very notable revival is the one we just experienced. Uh, it happened in 2022. Uh, same director, a lot of the same sort of um, branding that happened with the revival of, of Hello, Dolly. Uh, it starred Hugh Jackman as Harold Hill and Sutton Foster as Marion. Now, This production received mixed reviews, but at the box office, it did amazingly well. It actually took in $3.5 million in ticket sales just in the week of March 22nd of 2022, more than any show since the pandemic uh, began. It was nominated for six Tony Awards, including Best Revival of a Musical, but it did not win a single Tony Award. Some negative reviews included Jesse Green of the New York Times saying, this revival is flat old-fashioned. He also said that Jackman's smart but strangely inward performance was not successful and that Sutton Foster's witty and front-facing performance was compromised by the vocal miscasting. A lot of people had that to say. Uh, Frank Sheck of The Hollywood Reporter gave the production a lukewarm review saying Jackman, listen to this, was neither a great singer nor a particularly accomplished dancer and said that Foster's voice just didn't have the crystalline beauty of such predecessors as Barbara Cook and Shirley Jones from the film. And just many of the songs were just not suited for her. Now, some backstory on this, which is uh, always exciting to me, is there was an earlier version of this that was called The Silver Triangle. That was about a partially paralyzed boy, Jim Peru who the townspeople wanted to consign to an institution for children 
disabilities, which was was pretty pretty common during this time. Uh, the plot revolved around Harold Hill trying to find a musical instrument that Jim Peru could play, which eventually included a triangle. Now, in some of those early drafts, Jim Peru was actually nonverbal. Okay, did not speak at all. Um, the interesting thing that happened during the uh, the revival, this last revival, a bunch of manuscripts were were refound um, that had been done between 1954 and 1957 that show that the the story did focus on Jim Peru and the persecution of him, uh, which was the message that Meredith Wilson really wanted to bring to the forefront. Because at the time, the children with disabilities were routinely institutionalized in horrid conditions and were not given the opportunity to pursue an education. Okay. Uh, Jim Peru had limited use of his arms, and he could not speak. Wherever he went, the townspeople tried to lock him up. And in some versions of the show, he actually um, was forced to live in the school basement instead of at home. Um, Wilson's writing of this disability, uh, today we would look at it and think of it as being somewhat uh, gimmicky, perhaps. Uh, but in one scene, actually, he, the boy, does break into song and actually stand for the very, very first time. Uh, what he was singing was what he would say if he could. What Wilson was trying to do was sort of say, you know, even though we have people who can't physically speak, they have thoughts, they have ideas that are going around in their head. Eventually, uh, the producers reached out to Wilson and... Um, Uh, Jerome Lawrence and Robert E. Lee, who were playwrights of the time, um, they reached out, sent him a note, and this was the note that was recently found, saying, the easy solution is just to dump Jim Peru, but by doing that, you might conceivably reduce a major work to the dimension of mere entertainment. And, you know, isn't that interesting? Because that's kind of what the show began, or, or became. Um... So let's move on to our gem, all right? I thought that was just kind of an interesting little backstory because that is not what the show was, was at all. Uh, our gem has to do with the fact that you all have really, really gained so many followers. And I know some of those are, are people who um, already have seen a lot of theater, but it's very possible that some of them are individuals who have not seen theater. And based on the things, your banter, your humor but also your sincerity, they are going out and seeing, and seeing shows. And that's what is, what is very, very exciting to me. Um, what's great about the theater, and this is the gem, is the fact that we can go to a show that we've seen before or not seen before, and something new and exciting is going to happen on that stage. Um, we could go see Jesus Christ Superstar or Dear Evan Hansen, and we've seen it two or three times before, but it's going to be different. There's going to be something different about this production. There might be different people in it. There might be different people in the audience. There might be events that have just happened in our world that dictates how we interpret what is happening up there. And that is the great thing about the theater. That is not the case with film. That is not the case with television. And you can watch the same episode of Friends five or six times times and um, it's got to be the same 
you can see Silence of the Lambs uh, five or ten times. It's going to be the same. But in the theater, it's going to be different. Whether it's the same production we're seeing for the second or third time, or whether we're seeing A Midsummer Night's Dream for the third or fourth time, all right? And that's kind of exciting. And I love the fact that you guys are encouraging others to, to get to see it, all right? So now we're going to go on with uh, Music Man, Golden Age of Hollywood. Uh, the interesting thing about Music Man came out in 57. Uh, it won the Tony for Best Musical. It was up against another musical uh, that we don't necessarily think of being during the Golden Age, and that was West Side Story. Something to think about. Enjoy. Whoa, Joel. And I'm sorry, I, I, did, I was reading the script wrong. He actually is wearing a leather jacket. It's a pretty shiny leather. It's like, a shiny leather, like, yeah. It's like if the sun hits it just right, it's like, yeah. ooh, that's a shiny jacket. Yeah, and he's wearing cowboy boots. <laughs> shiny cowboy boots. Is he wearing a cowboy hat? Yes, a shiny cowboy hat. We love that. We love it's that. It's like a disco ball. Like somebody like took a disco ball and glued it to a, a cowboy hat. I love that a lot. So, yeah. And I think you're, you're going to love this episode a lot. Yeah. So we're going to jump right in. Um, Man, do I love musicals? Man, I think we got trouble. Why do you think we have trouble? We got trouble, Daniel. Okay. Do you want to learn about the trouble? Trouble, trouble, trouble? Trouble, trouble, trouble. Sure. We have boot camp. Yeah, so are we at, I feel like we're either at a parade or we're at boot camp. Okay. The whistle made me feel like maybe we're at like a boot camp. Okay. Like definitely somebody's marching. Okay. Like a marching band. Like a marching band. Yes. We love bands that march. Like that's the preferred style of band yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. If you're not marching, what are you even doing? I like a jam band. <laughs> and then I like a marching band. <laughs> go, there are four <laughs> things you need to know about me, and those are one and two. If you can get me a marching band with like 10-minute trumpet solos, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Um, and we're going to go right into this next one because, again, that was just an overture. We heard okay. some themes um, that we're probably going to hear through, throughout the show. Um, but we're going to jump right into track number two. Okay. River City next station stop. Board, all aboard. You're crazy with the heat. Credit's no good for a notion salesman. Why not? What's the matter with credits? Old fashioned. Charlie, you're an anvil salesman. Your firm give credit? No, sir. Nor anybody else. River City next. Cash for the merchandise. Cash for the button hooks. Cash for the cotton goods. Cash for the hard goods. Cash for the fancy goods. Cash for the soft this goods. Lady. Cash for the noggins <laughs> and the piggins and the firkin. Cash for the hogshead, cask and demijohn. Cash for the crackers and the pickles and the flypaper. Look, where you talk, where you talk, where you talk, where you talk, where you talk. Where do you get it? Where you talk. You can talk, you can talk. You can bicker, you can talk. You can bicker, bicker, bicker. You can talk, you can talk. You can talk, 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 talk. Bicker, bicker, bicker. You can talk. So I guessed right. <laughs> uh, I don't know what, because like, there's only so many old musicals, you okay. know? I mean, yeah. that's not technically true. There's tons of them. But <laughs> there's like, tons of them. But 
there's only a few that have like kind of stood the test of time that are like yes. so uh, Music Man was just a wild guess that ended up netting me a early W. Now that being said, I have no idea what the Music Man is about. I know the Hugh Jackman's in the new one. Yes, I know that it kind of screwed Beetlejuice out of a longer run. True, and um, but Hugh Jackman got to do his Broadway thing, which yeah. When he wants that, we have to move everything aside. Yes. Um, but Hugh Jackman is very talented, and, and we are. Um, I'm very glad we get to use this recording, because yes. it's a good recording. It's a good recording. Um, so uh, we're at the train station, and there's a lot of traveling. notice musically what was happening here that was like chugga, really chugga, cool? Chugga, 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 chugga. Musically, it was the sound of, of a train. Yeah. Which, like, going back to, this was written, like, I want to say like fifties. I might be wrong on that. I again, Joel anything I say will be wrong. Um, but it, that's so ahead of its time. I don't yeah. think that would have ever been done before. Um, and it's really, it, it's really cool. So we're learning about characters here that they're talking about. Harold Hill. What is Harold Hill up to? He is the co-partner of McGraw Hill. They sell textbooks. Two kids. That's very good. That's he's very the good. music man, Christian, <laughs> and he's coming in here. He doesn't know the territories. Yeah, he's just kind of flaunting his stuff, selling clarinets, just left and right, and everybody's mad about it. Why are they mad about it? Because he doesn't know the territories. <laughs> okay, we can run with that. Um, so yeah, did do, do you know where where he's going? Um, depends on where that train's headed. Okay, okay. Well, we'll we'll just barrel through to the next song then. Chugga 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 chugga. We should have done the chugga chugga last. Oh man, yeah. that would have been cool. My mom told me, this to the side, she said that I got it confused that I was going chugga, 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 choo-choo, which is really Batman. So, Oh, man. Just a correction department. I love a good retraction. Morning, neighbor. Could you kindly direct me which way is the center of town? Is that Wolverine? Right Wolverine. Down in the middle of the street. <laughs> Excuse me, friend. Uh, where would I find a good hotel? Try the Palmer House in Chicago. Not very kind. So he's in Iowa. He's in Iowa. Do you know much about Iowa? Pass this musical, no. Yeah, we'll just keep it that way. <laughs> uh, just kidding. If you're from Iowa, thanks for listening. But he he's basically getting the the Mary and Joseph treatment at this town in Iowa. Well, we don't have anywhere for you to stay. We don't have anything for you to do. Just like stop trying to do your thing. Just get away from us. Go to Chicago. <laughs> Go anywhere else. Yeah. So um. That's the, actually the state slogan for o Ohio. It's like, why don't you just go to Chicago? <laughs> go anywhere else, not yes. here. So Meredith Wilson, who wrote this, uh, is from Iowa. And, oh. and this is more or less like a love letter to Iowa of like when growing up, what, what it was like. Okay. Um, so it's like close to home, but it's if you look up Americana on Wikipedia, this musical comes up. Really? Which is kind of, so this is kind of a great depiction Slice of. of pie. Yes. So this next song is my favorite song. Okay. I love it so much. Ah, here, Mr. Dunlop. Yep. 
Either you're closing your eyes to a situation you don't wish to acknowledge, or you're not aware of the caliber of disaster indicated by the presence of a pool table in your community. Well, you got trouble, my friend. Right here, see trouble right here in River City. Why, sure, I'm a billiard player, certainly mighty proud to say, I'm always mighty proud to say it. I consider that the hours I spend with the cue in my hand are golden. Help to cultivate horses and a cool head and a keen eye. Jeffrey Tick and try and give an ironclad leave to yourself from a three-rail billiard shot. Just as I say, it takes judgment, brains, and maturity to score in a folk line game. I say that any boob can take and shove a ball in a pocket. And I call that sloth. The first big step on the road to the depths of degradation. They say first, it's a little of medicinal wine from a teaspoon, then beer from a bottle. I always say this, and I'm glad somebody wrote that. If I had another song was already out, I would have listened to it. But yeah, pool is not good. Pool, no good. No. You first you play in pool, next thing you know, you wear a leather jacket. <gasps> Joel. <laughs> <laughs> he played one game of pool and it was all downhill. Yeah, where's our dramaturge at? <laughs> his hair's greased back and he's <laughs> he's snapping a lot and he's combing his hair on the side of his car. <laughs> But Where yeah. did our boy go? We want you back, Joe. Please, <laughs> please. Uh, so we got trouble. We got trouble. Right and, here in River City. And right here in River City. And it's a result of uh, the pool. So um, this town got a pool table. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the children are in trouble. Yes. It's the devil's playground, my friends. The yeah. devil's playground. Wait till they hear about the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Does not get better from here. So, um, <laughs> what do you think is happening here, just based off what you can piece together? Yeah, so a lot was happening. It kind of shows what kind of town River City is and how it's like super backwards, because they're like, oh, we got a pool table now, everything's going down the tube. So, Mister Harold Hill, yes, Professor Harold Hill, yes. to so he's pointing out the trouble. Uh-huh. Do you think there is genuine trouble? No, I think he's a salesman, so he's trying to... So you're saying he's manufacturing trouble? Yeah. And just trying to scare them. And, and like, what... They mention it in the song. Um, what is his goal? What is his endgame here? Is he the guy selling instruments? Is he the music man? I, you, could, you could argue that. He wants to sell clarinets. To? Children. To children. To or keep, their parents. To keep them out of trouble? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very good. They can't put their mouth on beer if they're playing the trumpet that's a really good point and may that be a lesson to everyone play the trumpet <laughs> yeah don't drink beer <laughs> you think louis armstrong would have gotten anywhere if you found beer <laughs> i see blue skies red roses too let's listen to this next song joe's got a new hairdo <laughs> In a leather jacket, <laughs> we're worried about you. Mama, a man with a suitcase has been following me all over town. Oh, who? I never saw him before. Did he say anything? He tried. Did you say anything? Mama, of course not. Don't dawdle, Amaryllis. Sol, do, la, re, ti, me a little slower and please keep the fingers curved as nice and high as you possibly can. Don't get faster, dear. If you don't mind my saying so, it wouldn't have hurt you to find out what the gentleman wanted. I know what the gentleman wanted. What, dear? You'll find it in Balzac. Excuse me for living, Excuse but I Excuse me, what? <laughs> 
Neither has anyone else in this town. There you go again with that same old comment about the low mentality of River City people and taking it all too much to heart. Now, Mama, as long as the Madison Public Library was entrusted to me for the purpose of improving River City's cultural level, I can't tell my concern that the ladies of River City keep ignoring all my counsel and advice. But, darling... You know what they say about Irish moms? What do they say? They really want you to get married. Did... did do, do, do you have a really good, like, Irish mom impression? No, I don't. Oh, that's... that's Sometimes that's you got to know your boundaries. <laughs> know what you're good at, know what you're not good at. And according to this mom, the librarian is not good at finding her a husband. Yes, so she's saying that she should go after a Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many times do you think that's been said by a mom to a daughter? It's like, that's the one for you. And that Wolverine looks like a real good man. Why can't you go find yourself an X man? <laughs> Thank you for that gift. That truly is a gift. So, as far as you understand, what just happened? Yeah, so uh, he's trying to sell her stuff. She doesn't want to buy it, and her mom thinks that she should marry him. <laughs> what a mom thing to say. Um, okay. Iowa moms hit different. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm hoping this next song hits different for you. Good night, my someone. Good night, my love. Sleep tight, my someone. Sleep tight, my love. Our star is shining its brightest light. For good night, my love. For good night. For good night. So the librarian's like, she's not letting her mom know this, but she's she's feeling the pressure. Yeah. She wants somebody to marry. And so this is her song saying like, I know you're out there. Good night, my love, whoever you may be. I mean, honestly, I love that because like she is staying open to the possibility. Very hopeful. Though in her own way, very independent. Mm -hmm. She's killing it. And, and so she was entrusted with the library of like helping the youth and helping the, the community through knowledge but behind all that she does want to be married yep which is really nice did you have thoughts on that song just like a little lullaby we love a lullaby here on way off broadway I, I i hope so i hope we do and i hope you like this next song as well yeah i would love it This is a song that was not in the original show, uh -huh. or maybe it was just on the sound, original soundtrack. Yeah. Um, not a lot is happening here. Is this the librarian's mom just yodeling he hewing? Kinda, I think. I really don't know. Um, we don't always know everything here in Way Off Broadway. Sometimes uh, we're just along for the ride. Yeah, if if I like were ever to listen back to this this again, which I probably will, I'd probably skip this one. And that's okay. That's okay. That's going to happen. But this next song is like the trophy piece of this show. Yeah. People love it. 
people pray for it. They love this song so much, Daniel. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. I really hope I didn't oversell or undersell. Who's to say? We'll find out. May I have your attention, please? Attention, please. I can deal with his troubled friends with a wave of my hand, this very hand. Please very observe rap, me if you, you will. I'm Professor Harold Hill. Hamilton I'm here to organize existed. the River City Boys Band. Oh, think, my friends, how could any pool table ever hope to compete with a gold trombone? Remember, my friends, what a handful of trumpet players did to the famous fabled walls of Jericho. A billiard pile of walls coming tumbling down. Oh, a band will do it, my friends. Oh, yes, I mean a boys band. Do you hear me? I said River City's got to have a boys band, and I mean she needs it today. Well, Professor Harold Hill's on hand, and River City's going to have a boys band as sore as a Lord made little green apples, and that band is going to be in uniform. I think 76 trombones is too many. <laughs> you think 76 is, like, too big of a number? Yeah. Give me, like, 65 trombones, and I'll be Well, happy. like, is it only 76 trombones? No, it's got clarinets, and they've got... But I feel like the other instruments need some shout-outs here. Yeah. He's very heavy on the trombone s- salesmanship. <laughs> 32 of those French horns. <laughs> Three people playing the triangle. Ding, ding. <laughs> what did you think of that song it was really it was a good hoot i love them like i said i love a marching band so we got some marching bands some trumpeting um trumpet solo so yeah this is good he's 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 showing the town why first off they he's trying to start an all boys marching band marching band which to keep him out of trouble 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 yes but like include everybody dude <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a different time. I don't care. This came out last year. They could have changed changes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just tra- and then it sounds like he may have got the rest of the town into it by the end because everybody's singing. Okay. Well, are you ready for the next tune? Yeah. Gentlemen, gentlemen, what am I hearing? Say, ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. But I don't sing, young man. All right, all right. Just talk then. Just down here. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Singing is only sustained talking. Now you. Ice cream. Now you right here. Ice cream. And now you, sir. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. Oh, wow. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen. How can there be any sin in sincere? This is fun. Where is the good in good? So there was a group called the Buffalo Something that were a barbershop quartet, like famously. Yeah. Um, and they were in the original production as a barbershop oh. quartet. But the issue that they ran into at the beginning of the scene is, is they're not supposed to like each other. And then yeah. music brings them together. Yeah. Um, but in this situation, they they liked each other a lot. So like, apparently that was the hard acting part of this. But this is not. That was a different recording. Um, so, yeah. So, like, the people in the quartet didn't like each other? Yeah, and they're brought together through music. But it was difficult because the people in the band did like each other. Yes. Okay. Like, because they were an actual barbershop quartet, and they brought them in to do the show. Yeah. 
they weren't really actors. So them yeah. acting like they didn't like each other. They were Those like best stuff. friends. Yeah, that makes sense. So what do you think is happening here plot-wise? I'm sorry on that little tangent. It was just kind of a fun fact that I had in my brain. Yeah, I think that uh, Hugh Jackman's just trying to take over the town with music. <laughs> do you think it's malicious? Yes. <laughs> yeah? He's an awful man. You <laughs> is it because of the music, or do you think he has an ulterior motive? I think he's just trying to rip everybody off through music. So you think he's a con man? Yeah, con man Twitty. Con man Twitty. Okay. Um, okay. I, 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 so he Hello, darling. <laughs> That's going to pop somebody, I think. <laughs> if you got that, message us. <laughs> I want to know what we're working with out there. No wide-eyed, eager, innocent, wholesome Sunday school teacher for me. That kind of girl spins webs, no spider of a... Listen, boy. A girl who trades on all that purity merely wants to trade my independence for her security. The only affirmative she will file refers to marching down the aisle. No golden, glorious, gleaming, pristine goddess. No, sir. For no Diana do I play for, and I can tell you that right now. I snarl, I hiss. How can ignorance be compared to bliss? I spark, I fizz. For the lady who knows what time it is I cheer, I rave For the virtue I'm too late to save Sadder but wiser girl for me So, Hugh Jackman's Yeah Wanting to get a library card <laughs> He's smitten for education He'd like to check out her books <laughs> Oh my god Yeah, he's um. basically saying he doesn't want like this like Sunday school teacher like Stay at home, like type of gal. He wants a girl that's an independent thinker and that can contribute to the conversation. Challenge him, yeah, from a brain perspective. Yes, he just wants a girl who uh, is smart. He just yeah. wants a smart girl. Yeah, a wise girl. Yep. Way to go, Hugh. So, where do you think this is going? Like, is he trying to trick her, or is he genuinely into her? I think he's genuinely into her. He, his con man stuff is with the music, and then he's, like, falling in love. So do you think that will challenge his yeah, whole... Like, do. do. you think that's the crux of the show? Yes, I do. Awesome, awesome. All right, let's, let's just go right into the next song. Oh, Professor Hill, we're all agog, simply agog. <laughs> On the key beat. Everyone is so excited about the band. <laughs> <laughs> Tuffelmeyer, the pianola girl. And this is Mrs. Flyers and Mrs. Hicks. And of course you've met Eulaly McKechnie Shin, our mayor's wife. Isn't it exciting, Eulaly? Oh, I couldn't say. I could not say. Oh, no. I could not say at this time. My husband will wish to investigate, I'm sure. And naturally, I'm reticent. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! I'm reticent. Oh, of course, Mrs. Shin. I understand. But you see, uh, part of my music plans includes a committee on the dance. Oh. oh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Do that again, Mrs. Shin. Your foot, the way you raised it just now. Oh, well, I have a bunion there that bothers me sometimes. What grace. Mr. Hill. What natural flow of rhythm. So he's just continuing his plot. Yeah. He's trying to get everybody on board. He is swindling. He is swindling. He's the, flirting up a store. The mayor's wife. Oh, scandalous. Scandalous. She's got a bunion. <laughs> she's got a bunion. We know that she's got a bunion. It was clearly stated. Yeah. But he also 
in in doing so, he's also trying to get more information about the piano teacher, aka the librarian, aka Miriam. Yes, and so like that seems to be the through line here is like he is conning, conning, conning. Yeah. But yet there is this girl. Yeah. Don't you just hate it? That Bernie Madoff. That's why he was so successful is because he didn't have a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I love that a lot. Um, so, where do you think this is ultimately going? Uh, towards like a big band performance where he everybody finds out he's a scam, but then somehow everything gets back on tracks and he ends up with the girl because. They didn't have super complex stories in the 50s. <laughs> this is a very American story. Yes. Old-timey Americana. Yeah. So, um, yeah, let's, let's, let's um, talk a little. Pick a little. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. Talk a lot, pick a little more. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. Talk a lot, pick a little more. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, cheap, cheap. Talk a lot, pick a little more. Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 cheap. Professor, her kind of woman doesn't belong on any committee. Of course, I shouldn't tell you this, but she advocates dirty books. Dirty books. Tosser! Balls! And the worst thing is, of course, I shouldn't tell you this, but... I tell! The man lived on my street, let me tell! Stop! I'll tell. She made brazen overtures to a man who never had a friend in this town until she came here. Old Miser Madison. Miser Madison. Madison Gymnasium? Mm -hmm. Madison Picnic Park? Mm -hmm. Madison Hospital? Mm -hmm. That Miser Madison? Exactly! Who did he think he was, anyway? Well, I should say, show off. Gave the town the library, too, didn't he? <gasps> That's just it. When he died, he left the library building to the city. But he left all the books. To her. She was so he's putting together this like group to help with the band, right? Yeah, a and committee. It seems like uh, the town is not a fan of the librarian because the man that kind of had a lot of wealth in the town left all of the books to her yes, when he passed. He gave the library to the town. But all of the books to the libra librarian. And the talk of the town is perhaps she received this by... Uh, less than okay means. Yes. The, t the talk a little is a lot. Yes. <laughs> so it seems like old Hugh Jack, H.J. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, yeah. The X-Man. Yeah. Um, but he seems to be smitten by her, so like talk is not going to stop him. But she advocates for what they call dirty books. What's a dirty book, Daniel? Uh, a dirty book is one that uh, you drop in the, in the dirt. <laughs> you want to hear a dirty joke? Sure. A horse runs through a muddy puddle. You want to hear another one? <laughs> yes. Two horses run through a dirty puddle. Oh, you're really good at this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do, do you want to learn more about this librarian? I would love to. Okay. Is that why you asked about the library to start the show? It's all right, I know everything, and it doesn't make any difference. What are you talking about? You're probably very young. Anyone can make a mistake. What? No apologies, no explanations, please. I'll only be in town a short while, and the sadder but wiser girl for me. Will you please make your selection and leave? I have. Well, what would you like to take out? The librarian. Quiet, please. The librarian. <laughs> Marion. Marion, you're not listening. Look, Ma 
Marion Marbles. Six Steelies, eight Aggies, a dozen Peewees, and one big glassy with an American flag in the middle. I think I'll drop them. No! Shh! Shh! Uh. Madam Librarian. What can I do, my dear, to catch your ear? I love you madly, madly, Madam Librarian. Marianne, heaven help us if the library caught on fire and the volunteer hose brigade men had to whisper the news to Marianne. Madam Librarian What can I say, my dear, to make it clear I need you badly Hugh Jack is head over heels for librarian For Madam Librarian Madam Librarian That seems like a Madam President (laughs) (laughs) But that's kind of how he's saying it but yeah, he uh, she doesn't seem to want anything to do with him. She maybe sees him for his true colors shining through. <laughs> true colors, and she doesn't love you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there is a great line in here of heaven, heaven help us if the library caught on fire and the volunteer house brigade men had to whisper the news to Marion. Madam Librarian, um, do you think they made her name this solely because it li- it rhymed with librarian? Of course, yeah. That uh, is such an interesting idea when writing that, like, <laughs> you, you're creating the crux of this character based on a rhyme. Yeah, well, it's just a name. <laughs> a rose by any other name is twice as sweet. This is true. Look yeah. at you. I don't think that's is right. But. but it's something. It's something. So he really likes her. She yeah. seems very disinterested. Yep. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> Do you have any uh, additional thoughts on that or just... Oh, it's pretty simple. Yeah, this they is a pretty, pretty straightforward yeah. one. Back in the 50s, they did not have Sondheim's <laughs> lyrical... It is quite the um, transition from one episode to the next of yeah. Sondheim with the most like, complicated things to break down. And and this, and this one is like, Come hey, I love you. Yeah. Yep, ba, 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 ba. Like... That, yeah. That's it, and I love. Would it a lot. you like to buy my trombone? <laughs> do 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 At your age, if you don't mind my asking, what kind of a white knight do you expect to come riding along? Well, I'm not waiting for Luther Griner, who backs me into the ancient history shelf every time he comes into the library, Ooh. or Ed Gamage and that buggy of his with the removable back seat. Oh, but I'm not waiting for a knight in shining white armor either. All I want is a plain man, a modest man, a quiet man, a straight, forward, and honest man with habits that do not exclude the occasional reading of a book I do not yearn for, nor do I await any handsome, hand-kissing wine-tasting silk pillow hook-a-smoker. But Jarlin! No world traveler, in fact, or fancy, no show-off, no clothes horse. He need not necessarily be in uniform. No, dear, but... Wait, no clean-cut, weather-beaten, square-rigged white duck. Tennis shoes, no plumed hat, no splendid insignia, no moose, elk, eagle, oddfellows, national guardsman, fire chief, or highlander. He from the Arabian Nights or the French Foreign Legion. No Lothario shoes, salesman, no band leader, no railroad conductor, or any other charmer, either of me or of anybody else. Are you finished? No Chautauqua advance agent, no. 
she is looking for, and I don't think she's being unreasonable. She's looking for a, a dude that's not going to be creepy like Luther Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like you, Luther. No, Luther, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> but she's she's just looking for somebody that's like like cultured that likes to yeah. read occasionally. That's going to treat her right and like modest and honest. Yeah, like all the things that like you deserve in a relationship. And I feel like her mom is like. Well, you're not going to expect uh, Jesus Christ to come back and marry you personally, are you? She's like, no, I just want like a chill dude who likes to read. And and, and doesn't take out his back seat. Yeah. I did not like that. Yeah. <laughs> People who don't have a back seat in their car, can't trust them. Can't trust them at all. <laughs> <laughs> Little boomers, all of them. <laughs> well, that's basically that song. She just wants an honest, good she deserves it. She seems yeah, I mean, swell. That's not a, a big ass. She's trying to make the town better through her her literacy campaign. So, are you ready for the finale of Act One? Oh, yes. <laughs> Did you get too excited on the first half of that sentence? I love musicals, so <laughs> let's hear the finale of Act One. Set me up bathtub and a cross cut saw. Oh, oh, the well sparkle wagon is a coming now. Is it a pretty surprise or COD? It could be COD, Call of Duty. So the, the FedEx man strolling into town. Yeah. And everybody's like, ooh, is it for me? Like, one time I got a, a fruit basket. <laughs> one time I got a grapefruit from from Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one time I got a. Um, um, Meat from the trolley. <laughs> like, like it, it's just, yeah. they're getting their stuff. Um, yeah, it's a small town. I'm guessing they're not, this isn't Amazon Prime where, like, you've got, like, two trucks in your neighborhood at the same time. This is every so often. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh, I wonder what it is. And they're excited about it. Yeah. And that's how we, we, we really don't know what anyone is getting here. We just know that the trolley's coming through town. Or I bet they're all getting their trumpets. They the wagon's going through town. Right? Yeah. Is this, like, back in wagon times? I have no idea, honestly. Um, probably. Okay. Wait, no. There are cars in the fifties. Just because it was written in the fifties doesn't mean it took place in the fifties. Oh, that's a that's a very good point. Hold on, um, I'm going to help you out. 1912. So, Music Man took place in 1912. Okay, so in fact, not cars. Probably not. I th- Turn I of the century. Yeah, I think there were cars back then. But probably more so wagon than cars yeah. and trains. Trains are prominent here. I just Googled when first car. <laughs> 1886 was the first car. But so when was the first car made in America? 1893. So there were cars, but they're probably not but Like used. height of luxury. Yeah. Not everyone's going to have a car. Yeah, so the wagon comes through with everybody's... First off, how are you getting a grapefruit? <laughs> I just imagine that it's like a grapefruit just like sitting in a basket. It's a singular. With somebody like wrote the address on it. <laughs> yes, bring this there. <laughs> so yeah, I think I think they're bringing the instruments maybe. Okay. Unless it's a con where he like just takes the money and runs. Ooh, so you think there are no actual instruments? I don't know. 
Okay. I think we'll have to a little bit, wait a little bit to find out. Um, this next song, um, my introduction to it was on Family Guy. So this, oh. might, this might be a fun, fun trip for you. who goes on his very first date is usually shy and fretful and a fella who tries for more than a kiss will end the night regretful but a fella who waits for his girl to say when head in the cloud shout amen he's the guy she'll date again he's a shapoopy 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 they've changed so many lyrics in the song yeah. to make it more okay it's wild that somebody like sat down and wrote this just to make for certain give her a rose from a flower now little old gal's a teacher who is prone to feigning spells. I carried her off to the preacher. Now she hears wedding bells. Squeeze her once, tell her she's good looking. If you get a squeeze back, whoa, man, sick a gun. This is problematic. Shapoopy, shapoopy. I don't know if you if you know this name, but nineteen twelve. Very problematic. Yes. <laughs> um, so it's important to me that you know that they rewrote a lot of this song, but it's the still... fact that it still exists is a travesty. Yes. Um, and I recognize there are going to be people who love this song. This is part of them. They Shut love the poopy. music, man. And we're not talking down about the music written here. We're just saying that the lyrics are a little problematic yeah. because consent is key. They changed everything but the word shapoopy. <laughs> what is this? What does shapoopy mean to you? Shapoopy is like... Like it's got poopy in it. Like it's it's not cool. Like it's gross. Is this a made up word? Like, did he write this word and be like, "Ooh, this is gonna be good." <laughs> I think he was just walking around one day because, like, I have ADHD, so like things just pop into my head that like have never had any like real estate in my life before. Okay, okay. So for me, I could be like walking around just like shapoopy, shapoopy. Like I gotta put words to this. <laughs> he just comes up with it like yeah. on the fly. It's like. I know how I'm going to change theater forever. Yeah, I like to think that the word, like, he's like, oh, how am I going to make this fit? And that's where Music Man came from. Just shapoopy popping in his head. <laughs> he wrote a show around a yeah. word. <laughs> so uh, wh what inspired you to write this? Well, shapoopy. <laughs> I think that's the trailer for this week's episode. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, they're singing about Shapoopy. Um, what is that? What is the crux of this? What is the point of this song? Like, this is like uh, what not to do for women today. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm, yeah. Don't even read the lyrics, Christian. It yeah, <laughs> it's, it's. Oh, man. It's like it's, dating advice, but it, it's very. But, but but from your like very problematic great grandpa yeah. that like the times just have not been kind. I gave your grandmother an acorn, and now I owned her. <laughs> like <laughs> like <laughs> I gave them a cow, and they gave me their daughter. Like <laughs> like old fashioned. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, so, yeah, this song exists, um, I'm sure. From a classical music perspective, the tune is nice. Lyrics yes. make my skin crawl. Yeah, shapoopy. I'm not is that what this fan. is called? What the is name the of that song? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shapoopy. If you ever want to... 
So going back to that Family Guy reference, so it's an episode where Peter plays for the Patriots, uh-huh. um, and he just scores a touchdown, and it's touchdown celebration dance is this song, <laughs> and the whole team sings it with him. But it's the original lyrics. So if you ever want to yeah. go and find that song, go go on YouTube. It's it's it exists, and I hope this next song. Well, the next song is one of those scene songs that this album likes to give us. Yes. So maybe there's a good takeaway to Shaboopy. Mr. Shin, your honor, is your daughter and I are going steady behind your back. Why, you? We'd rather do it in front of your back. Well, do what? Do never mind. Sunita's scared of you, but I'm not. Should think you'd hate to have your own daughter scared of you. Geely Cly. Well, if I ever catch you touching my daughter, I'll by God horse whip you till hell won't have it again. Now, George. Not one poop out of you, madam. I think he means peep. <laughs> Not one poop out of you. All right, I'm back on board. <laughs> <laughs> music man, classic. <laughs> nah, what is this? What is this musical? <laughs> what started as a fun venture through time has yeah, turned into two. quite the journey. <laughs> act two has gone straight down the toilet. <laughs> poop and it all. Is, it is quite, it's like... All of a sudden, it's like, ooh, the UPS man is coming. They're just like, shit, we're talking <laughs> about making brown. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we love a reprise, right? Yes. Miss Peru, won't you please join our Del Sarge committee? You are so dear to my dancing the Shapoopy with Professor Hill. I am. Dance like a fairy princess with a moonbeam for your floor. You had a golden shimmer in your hair and silver shoes for all to see. We hope that you will now unfold a forgiving heart and pure as gold here, where a woman's heart should be. The professor told us to read those books, and we simply adore. So. So they're reading the books. Yeah. The band books, Chaucer. They're sitting there just like, while that April with the shower is sota. The drought of March hath pierced into the rota, and bothered every vein and swish the core, of which virtue and genre is the floor. You that's, endlessly impressed me. Yeah, that's uh, a little bit of the intro to Canterbury Tales by Chaucer in Middle English. Ooh, I love a callback. I th- have we done this already? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it was the Spamalot episode because you're like, this oh, reminds yeah. me of the Canterbury Tales. Anyway, here is yeah. it in its entirety. Any chance I get. Any <laughs> chance I get, I'm busting it out. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Hood. <laughs> so now Miriam is in with the it crowd because they realized that the books that she w- that they were trying to ban were actually bomb. Yeah. Which they're probably not bomb. Like, <laughs> you for, want me the, to re- for the time. I'm not reading anything written before. Anything that is in the era of Shapoopy, yeah. not happening. Yeah. I'm not reading anything in the era of Shapoopy. <laughs> oh, man. I hope this next song is good. That's what I say every time we listen to a Light song. Rose, I'm home again, Rose, to get the sun back in the sky. Ooh. Light Rose, I'm home again, Rose. About a thousand kisses shy Ding dong ding 
I can hear the chapel bells chime. Ding dong. Ding dong. <laughs> so the band's getting better. Yeah. We got that quartet doing their quartet thing, and they're getting better. But at the end, they're singing about proposing. And I think it's just like one of the songs that they sing. Yeah, so you don't think there's plot significance? I there. think that there's plot significance to it, but like they're not singing it for any other reason than they're practicing. Okay. Of course, the song was chosen for a correct reason. Although after Shapoopy, I'm not sure if uh, <laughs> we no longer <laughs> Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson, I no longer trust the integrity of the show following Shapoopy. Yes. So the song they're singing, you don't think has significance to the plot? No, I don't. Okay, and what other song is happening in here? It was kind of like a duo song. Yeah, situation. so um, Miriam yes. is saying, like, I think I'm starting to like this music man, <laughs> but I don't think I want to let him know because he's kind of pompous. He's kind of arrogant. I don't want him to let, I don't want to let him know that I'm starting to fall for him. Lyrics I like in this. Um, Shapoopy? Do I love you? Oh, yes, I love you. And I'll brave you, bravely tell you, but only when we dream again. And then it skipped ahead a little bit. Oh, yes, forever. Will I ever tell you? Ah, no. Which is kind of this, like, conflict thing of she is aware of how she feels. Yes. And it's almost like a dream of how she feels. Uh But will she ever own it to him? Absolutely not. Yeah, it's kind of like if you ever, like, you have, it's like the guilty pleasure. It's like where you like, like, there's a song that you really like, but, like, am I going to tell anybody I like that? No. What's that song for you? Tell the I, world right now. I think I like own my like. I'm, I'm thanks to my wife. I'm, I'm a big. I'm a big Swifty now. So like maybe like somebody's like, oh Taylor, have you heard? So they just <laughs> they just announced don't speak or speak yeah. now, speak now. So like people were like like it's like oh my gosh Taylor Swift is, she's doing speak now and all that stuff. But like me, I'm loud and proud about it. Like uh, this is for all my Swifties out there. Do you think that she's dating Maddie Healy of the nineteen seventy five? Do we know? Will we know? There's a lot of there's a lot going on in the world of Swifties. Okay, <laughs> she's 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 a gift. Yeah, Taylor she is Swift, talented. She's so good. She's a great performer, a great songwriter, and seemingly a great person too. Yeah, which yeah. we love to see. We we love supporting the people that seem to support their immediate community. Yeah. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, let me say it once again. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, that's the town that knew me when. If you'd like to have electrical explanation, how I happen on this elegant swing of Atheon. I might get some haters for this. Oh, no. But I am... So some of the music is fine. Mm-hmm. But we go from something as as good as... like So we have like the last five years. Yeah. Straight into Into the Woods. Yes. And now we're here. Yes. I feel like we've kind of... So I know that this is a lot of people's favorite show. There is a population that adores this show. And I know that some of them might be related to you. Yes. And as a result, I will be kind. But I believe that there are things that, like musicals, there's different genres of musicals. And uh, I don't think I'm a fan of this one. 
Okay, that is completely okay. Because the thing about this kind of musical, it's an older musical. Yes. And um, sometimes people are critical of me not doing the older musical. But I believe from a... And this is just my opinion. Like, this is just Christian talking. So, if I'm wrong, if you disagree with me, that's fine. Yes. You can have your opinion. But my opinion is I don't like the older musical because I feel like plot isn't pushed through song enough. Yes. Like, like, what was this last song that we listened to? Gary, Indiana. I've been Gary, Indiana. I've been Gary, Indiana. I've been Gary, Indiana. And I recognize that some people adore this. And it's a style of musical that isn't really done anymore. Different people like different things. And I I hope that we, that Daniel gets something out of this that he, I've, he does I've enjoy. Fun. But I mean, some, some, it's very old musical. It, it, yeah. It's very context of the time. If you watch the original Star Wars through the lens of today, you might be disappointed. Yes. And I think that's almost true here too, that nostalgia, I think, makes or breaks this musical but because we don't necessarily have the nostalgia attached to it then we might be a little more critical than yeah. than you might be but again if you love it love it man like like don't don't let us take that from you we're gonna uh, do you have any thoughts on gary indiana um this isn't the best song that has the words gary indiana in it. <laughs> okay so um we're, we'll go into into this next song and here we go Light a rose, I'm home again, Rose, to get the sun back in the sky. Light a rose, I'm home again, Rose, about a thousand kisses shy. Ding dong, ding, I can hear the chapel bell chime. Light a rose. Are they like, so I think that they're using like the... These guys, the the quartet, mm-hmm. to move the plot along a little bit. Yeah. So the songs they're singing are kind of random, but they also kind of tie into the story a little bit. Like they're not they're like they're like separate songs, but they're songs that tie in. And this, they're talking about wedding bells and everything. So maybe the music man is about to make uh, a music woman. <laughs> okay. Okay. Poopy, word of God. Yes. Is this a poopy reprise? Just shades of. This song says a lot. <laughs> it's not saying anything. I think you're wrong. I think this song is saying that, like, if you listen to the way that the horns are played and the pitch that they're played, it's showing the 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 fight that man has with his inner like primal animal. Okay. So it's like we all have this desire to be like kind of going back to into the woods, where like you're in the woods and it's like this thing, and the way the trumpets are playing, it's like be who you are, be who you are. But the piccolos, so, are, the piccolos are coming and they're saying. Uh, adapt and change. Adapt and change. You have be who you are. Adapt and change. Be who you are. Adapt and change. And then you've got like a little trumpets going in there saying, a mix of the both. A mix of the both. It's just like this war that people fight for themselves. And that's kind of what I took away from that song. Wow. That's. Yeah. 
That's actually incredible. I, I have this theory about musicals. Too. Okay. Do you want to hear it? Yes. <laughs> Every musical is into the woods. Okay. They're either three stages, right? Characters are either not in the woods yet, in the woods, or leaving the woods. Every character in musical theater you can you can put put in that direction. That makes that's one, two, or three. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you for your analysis on the foot br- the footbridge ballet. Yeah, the footbridge ballet <laughs> killed it. <laughs> so this next song means a lot to a lot of people. It's a classically brilliant Broadway song. It's a great love song. It's like lyrically, I think, is fantastic, and it's just one of those. Meredith went all out for this one. Yeah, like this is this is the show. Like it, it makes my heart happy, and I hope it'll make I hope it'll make your heart happy too. Because lyrically, like fellas. Or gals, or non-binary pals. Yeah, fellas, gals, and non-binary pals. Let's do it. Um, if you ever speak these lyrics to your betrothed and just say it by your own and act like you wrote it, you came up with it, you'll get some credit. Tried it last night. Worked wonders. Yeah. I'm getting... <laughs> Do you think that Till Hem from um, um, Things the Producers kind of... Yeah, a little bit. I, never saw I feel like I've heard this before. You have, for sure. No, I never saw Classic. I love it a lot. Like it's, it's, good. Yeah. it's one of those like, and that it really is like that. Can and we every show when there's a love song, we talk about this. Yes, this idea, but that idea that until you find that person, life is just life. But all of yeah. a sudden, in this situation, she's hearing sounds she's never heard yeah. before. She's seeing things she's never seen before because she's in love. Until there was this person, there wasn't yeah. life as wonderful as it is now. It's like. Before you meet that person, it's like you're just drinking regular water. And then you meet that right person, Pamplemousse LaCroix. <laughs> Never change. Um, that was a great song. I love that song yeah. a lot. And, and we are wrapping up the show. Do you like it? It's good. Okay. It's fun. It's fun. It's like the music is fun. I have a little bit of a, a, a problem with like the structure of it. And uh, Shapoopy, I have a problem with just that word. 
Too many you poop knew jokes. all the time? Since July this 7th, is, three days after it? you came. I t- this is what Hugh Jackman's like, nah, Beetlejuice, get off the stage. <laughs> this is it's what we're my doing. time to shine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It really is the like just the direct contrast of Beetlejuice yeah. as a musical. Like Beetlejuice is like loud and in your face and funny comedy and and, and and this is like now let's slow it down. Not too much. Yeah. We got trouble what if right his, here in River City. What if his problem was he just sold like just a little bit overpriced instruments? Like everything else was good, but it was just like, ha ha, ha you paid fifty dollars for that, it's actually worth forty eight. <laughs> <laughs> a very small level scam. <laughs> You knew all the time? Since July 7th, three days after you came, I tore this page out of the Indiana Journal. It was originally intended to use against you, but now I give it to you with all my heart. But if you knew, why didn't you... While a hundred and ten cornets played the air Then I modestly took my place as the one and only bass And I umpired up and down the square Good night, my someone, good night, my love With a hundred and ten cornets right behind Hundred ten ten cornets <laughs> Shining its brightest light There were horns of every shape and Sweet dreams be yours, dear If dreams there be So I want to teach you a new word. Coronet? No. Um, well, not a new word. Uh, a, a new musical phrase. Okay. This was known as a double reprise. A double reprise. We're doubling down on the reprise. Double the reprise for so, half the price. <laughs> so <what> for $19.99, <laughs> you could have this reprise and the other one. <laughs> <laughs> Which might even be lazy. Yes. No, I think it's good. So we have a revelation here. What's the big revelation? That she had dirt on him. The whole time. The whole time. And she was planning to use it against him, but now she's giving it away to him because she's like, I love you. I don't want you to go to jail, my dude. <laughs> um, but this is jarring to me musically. Yes. Because she's like, oh my God, I love you. And then he's over there like, 76 trombones. <laughs> like, can but you not be how- the music man right now? <laughs> He just can't turn it off. Yeah. Uh, but but then, like, so then he's like, I also okay. Like, I also like it's like every single time he sings that song, it's like more. <laughs> <laughs> like, wasn't it 76 trombones? He's like, no, no, you're misremembering. It 94 actually, and a half. It was 87 <laughs> clarinets <laughs> and a partridge in a pantry. And I love that halfway through, he's like, okay, I'll put my trombones aside for a second <laughs> and sing the lo- love song. And then she fires back with 76. 76 trombones. <laughs> Pick that brass back up, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so they're in love. They accept each other for who, we, who each other's are. Maybe that's the big takeaway of them doing each other's song yeah. is that they are now a unit. They yes. are now a team. They see each other they're gonna go truly to, transparently. I don't know any other places in Ohio, but they're going to go swindle the rest of the state. <laughs> or maybe he's just turning over a new leaf. No. 
Not a in my world. A con man is always a con man. Yeah. <laughs> is this catch me if you can? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy that he went from being an X-Man to a con man. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> He was an X-Man, and then he's a con-man. Both of them have me saying, come on, man. (laughs) Uniforms. Have you people forgotten how you bought expensive uniforms? Technical instruction books and high-priced band instruments? Have you forgotten the clear understanding and warranty that your children would be taught to play in a band? Well, where's the band? Where's the band? Think, men. Think. That's my Barney! That's who is my Barney! Eddie! That's my Eddie's clarionet! Linus, play for me, son! So better than she will be. <laughs> that's my Davy, Mrs. Peru. That's Winthrop. They really turned it around. So basically, like they're, I think they might have are finding out they got scammed because all the kids really suck at playing instruments, right? <laughs> well, the one guy is like, "Where's the band? He clearly <laughs> scammed you all." Yeah. And he's like, where's the band? Well, here's the band. And they're awful. <laughs> they are so bad. Which is he makes leading sense. the band? What? Is he leading the band? I'd like to think so. He's like, well, I guess I'm turning over a new leaf. It means I actually got to try to teach these guys. And like they, they're playing so bad. And, and they're apparently like, that's my little Charlie. Look at him <laughs> play that tune. Yeah. <laughs> this is a show. So we're about to be at the finale. Yes. I cannot wait to break down how way off Broadway we are. I feel like this show, like this episode, has gone a little off the rails. Going um, off the rails, listen to music, man. <laughs> and uh, I hope you you um you have enjoyed the ride so far. Um, yeah. If you want to see more of our stuff, check us out on the socials. Um, do you know if you want to mind plugging the socials real quick? So on socials, it is way off Broadway pod on Instagram and TikTok. It is way off broad pod on twitter and on facebook it's just way off broadway i think but uh yeah you can find us there you can leave us nice kind reviews if you'd like but yeah yeah find us do you you know why this episode is happening why it was a request because i I believe and i might be butchering this it was a couple's like favorite musical oh is that this yeah oh uh yes let's give them a shout out yeah this is the that green room segment (laughs) that we talked about last week and that is the reason the show is ha- this show was supposed to be like six months from now. I am so sorry because <laughs> I have not been kind to it. This is Allison, right? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. I get the emojis now. She has a suitcase, a trombone, and a oh, <laughs> yep, yeah. I'm reading the message. Uh, so congratulations to you and your uh, husband who met during a Broadway production of this show. And thanks for listening, Allison. Thanks, Allison. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if uh, if I've been mean to this musical. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you would like 
anything shouted out. So this is what we call the green room segment. Shout it out loud. Um, leave us a review. Yeah. Send us a message. Really anything. Um, and, and we'll be happy to read the message on the podcast. We'll be happy to shout out if you have an anniversary coming up, if a special day coming up, or if you just want to don't want to hear your wonderful name here on the podcast yep, or yep. if you want to hear daniel do like fun things like yeah. do stuff and voices he, he probably probably can we got can this that. message that just came through um it's from somebody i'll read the message then we could tell them who it is um but it says yes i just listened to your first episode and i cannot believe that you mispronounced my name 12 times this is max bialystock and I am angry at you. Uh, me and Leo are we're, we're rich again, but you butchered my name, and I don't like it. Five stars, though. It's a great podcast. That is from Max Bialystok. So thanks, Max, for listening. So it's about time for the finale of this show. Yes. Um, <laughs> it could not come soon enough. Sorry, and, Allison. <laughs> and, but, but this is going to happen on this podcast. Like, I am not going to stop us from listening. I'm not going to make us just listen to things I enjoy. I'm yes. going to make us listen to things other people enjoy, too. Um, but whether we enjoy it at the end is kind of a fun, um, fun situation. I've enjoyed this. It's been fun hanging out with you, as always. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um. So let's just jump into that finale, and then we'll we'll wrap things up as the only we can. I have a sneaking suspicion there's nothing to this. Another heartbreaking, profound song, just full of, of thought and musical. Just kidding. That was it. Was all instrumental with a little bit of like gang vocals at the end. We love a gang vocal. Yes. So that's the Music Man. That was the Music Man. And let me tell you what happened in the Music Man. Okay, tell me as, what happened. As we do every week. So Hugh Jackman comes into town. Everybody's upset. They're like, "Who is this guy?" First off, when they hit the train station, everybody's like, "Who is this guy?" Like. He's not a, a typical guy that we know, and everybody's just kind of mean to him. And uh, But he kind of just starts to put on that X-Man charm, and he's over there just like, you need some trombones, you need a clarinet, you need a snazzy hat and a snare drum, and slowly, like one by one, he wins over the town to, to get him all this money to form this all-boys uh, marching band. For the town so they could just be like well known and march in the Macy's Day Parade. I don't know if he promised them that, but I feel like that's like the goal of any like uh, band. But he's actually a con man. <gasps> con man Twitty. And so he... Can we make that a t-shirt? Yes, con man Twitty. <laughs> that's not actually his name, so kind of a con uh, in itself. But so con man Twitty is doing this, but then he falls in love with the librarian. And the librarian is, like, not your typical, like, 1912, like, ooh, I'm just a, like, the way that they're portrayed. I'm like, just looking for a man. Yeah. 
So she's like smart. She's like all the things that women are, but often aren't portrayed as in this time period of of media. And he's like, wow, I really like her. And then she starts to really like him. But she knows he's a con man and she doesn't do anything about it. They fall in love. And instead of just running away, he decides to stick it out and he tries to teach the band and they're terrible. And then everybody's like, well, hallelujah. And they have like a big parade and there's like a weird song called Shapoopy in there. Which we do not agree with. We do not agree with Shapoopy in name or lyric. (laughs) But yeah, that's the music man. Okay, so we're not just going to hear from me this week. Yes. We're going to hear from friend of the, friend of the show. Hugh Lauren. Jackman. Oh. oh. <laughs> Who saw Hugh Jackman on Broadway? I'm Hugh doing Jackman. This, actually. I'm actually Where is he from? Australia? I think so. Oh, hey, mate. Oh, I'm Hugh Jackman. I heard you didn't like my musical. <laughs> I'm going to come down there and I'm going to put your face on the Barbie. <laughs> this week we learned that t- talking about the plot of the musical isn't always easy. Yes. It, it isn't always simple. So we're going to hear Lauren's attempts at telling the plot and then i'm just gonna pick up where she, wherever wait should i guess up. which musical this is yeah is this music man yay yeah. you did it <laughs> so we're gonna hear from the loo all right Whip music tunnel. man set in the early 20th century american midwest a con man by the name of harold hill has been using severin joel <laughs> So that was attempt number one. You were doing great. Yeah. You started so good. Channeling her inner Joel there. You could definitely tell. All right. A little plot synopsis of Meredith Wilson's A Music Man. A Music Man. The Music Man. Third time is the charm normally. So let's see. All right. A little plot synopsis of Music Man. Music Man follows a Mr. Harold Hill, who is... A con man posing as a music professor from Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana Music Conservatory. He travels from town to town convincing the town that they need a boys band. So our story starts off in River City where he comes into town and convinces them that, oh, they got trouble right there in River City. And he needs to create a boys band to help the town's youth do good. So he convinces this town that they need to spend all sorts of money on uniforms, music materials, and instruments to get these boys into doing something good. So while he is there, he quickly realizes that he needs the support of the town's librarian, Miss Marion Peru. Madam Librarian. Marion is not impressed with Mr. Harold Hill. She doesn't she doesn't see the charm, she doesn't see the finesse, and she wants nothing to do with him. So of course our story follows him wooing her in any way he can, going to the library, doing a cute little tap number, trying to convince her that he is doing good. So while this is happening, we also learn that there are other salesmen who knows of Mr. Harold Hill's con, and he's coming to River City to tell them what is happening. So as our story goes on, Harold Hill becomes friends with much of the town. The town is just, you know, bustling with excitement for this boy band. And of course, simultaneously, Harold Hill and Marion Peru are falling in love. There were both. Thanks, Lou. (laughs) 
So um, that is the crux of, of the plot, and, and I, I will give a little more of the plot. What did, what did you think of the plot so far? I think it's great. Uh, I really liked how you sang the, the song titles, Lauren. Uh, Christian, I request that you do that also. <laughs> so Lauren did a lot of the plot and a very good depiction of the plot, so I'm just going to follow her lead on it. So the basic crux here is he is a con man uh-huh. who goes from town to town, ripping them off, saying that there is trouble in their immediate community and the way to fix it, how to keep the boys out of trouble, the, the younger boys out of trouble, yeah. is to, to make them join a band where he's going to sell them overpriced uniforms. He's going to teach them music. He's going to teach them how to be in a band. He's going to uh-huh. do all this thing. He's claiming to be this professor. Yeah. He is not any of those things. He's going to overcharge them than what the price actually is and uh-huh. then take in the profit. The librarian learns about this very early on. And, but kind of lets him lets him see what he can do. Like she kind of right. from afar is watching. Like let's see where this goes. And she eventually falls in love with him. So she holds on to that inf- information. And there are people who are trying to expose him as a con artist. Mm-hmm. But it kind of gets to this point in the show where it do- almost doesn't matter because right. he did make good on his promise. They're not very good, but then they end up being good. And it's just kind of and he gets kind of swept away in the thrill of I need to be a good guy now because mm-hmm. this. She's kind of made an honest man of him. Yeah. And Lauren did a very good job breaking down the plot. And, and I think I'm, I'm not you, doing as good of a job because this is a show that, again, I am not super, super familiar with because it, it is not my typical jam. But, I mean, I really enjoyed this show. Yeah, and I, I hope you fun. really enjoyed the show. And, yeah. and it truly is the American musical. Like a true depiction of anyone can be anyone. Uh-huh. And, um, and, Carol Hill turns over a, a, a new leaf. And I don't even think that's, I think that's his fake name too. Like um, the, the crux of the show, like really turned out to be that, that like he is a con man that ends up changing his ways and yeah. that the town almost embraces him, embraces him for his faults. Do they find out that he was a con man? I believe so. Thank you again, Lauren, for um, giving that very good plot breakdown. And we hope everyone enjoyed this show. The recording we used is the is the the Hugh Jackman cast recording in Sun Foster of the, from the last year. Yep. This has been way off Broadway. What are your big takeaways here, Daniel? I think the it's like so the big takeaways here are first off, there's healing power in music. Okay. So like music can bring people together, and I think that's uh, something that really doesn't get talked about a whole lot so yeah i think that is is a good thing and then also don't put anybody in a box like i feel like like the writer of this kind of put a lot of people in boxes and i think we learned that people are are much more than their appearance so don't judge a book by its cover okay i'm gonna agree with the law of that i think it's a really stellar depiction of you think you have people figured out Uh truly you can you can put them in a box uh, but that the characters are more than what they uh, what they appear. Uh-huh. Um, so the Gary I- Indiana kid is a kid with a, a speech impediment. I believe is related to the librarian. And again, if I got that wrong, I do apologize. But that a lot of her becoming attracted to um, Harold Hill is that he is so endearing with the kid. Uh-huh. He sings the song with the kid. And that he, though a con man, though trying to get away with something. Yeah is a good guy like mm. he he does mean well and ultimately him being a good guy is what perseveres in in this material that ultimately yeah. him choosing her is choosing to be good and mm. choosing to do the right thing and music man is like such this great story this americana story of 
it's the American dream from you start here and you end up some someplace completely different. You end up being better. You end up choosing good. And the town ultimately accepts him for it uh-huh. and loves him for it because despite, yes, he came there to rip them off. But in his own way, he saved the town. In yeah. his own way, he, he was the thing that brought the town together. And if they were ever in trouble, who's to say? But the important takeaway there is that they're not in trouble now. And it till there was him. Yeah. I mean, that that is that is mu- mu- Music Man in a nutshell. And um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I um, If we did not do it justice, I do apologize. But, I mean, I had fun doing it. I'd like to As think you I. had fun. Yeah. And we'll try to do o- older shows, but with the idea that um, it's, it's a lot to learn. It's a lot to take in. It's not shows I am super familiar with. So, in a lot of ways... As Daniel um, works his way through these shows, I'm kind of working my way through them with him because, again, yeah. I'm not super familiar. And when we do older shows, we will, again, bring in guest speakers to talk about the plot. Uh-huh. And, yeah, that was Music Man. This was Way Off Broadway. Awesome. So today we are going to be played out by the guitar band, by the band Bread. The guitar man Who's gonna steal the show You know, baby, it's the guitar man 